Hello. Okay, we are back. If you are listening to this and you have not listened to episode 86 yet, you have to. You can't just skip to 87 because it will be out of context. So (laughs) make sure you stop right now, go back to 86, listen to that from the beginning. You'll get to see and hear Rachel and I um, just spend some time talking about some of the pelvic health conditions I've had, have currently, and some others that are in the world and um, what led her to helping people in this way. And it's just a really beautiful conversation and so grateful that she came on and that she continued our conversation into solutions. So this episode is all about what helps, what has worked for me, what continues to be um, areas for improvement. We, you know, it was really kind of an eye-opening chat for me because there are things that I think I have set aside and thought it'll just always be this way. And she's just given me such encouragement and I hope that it doesn't have to always be this way. So I have officially made an appointment with her. I'm going to go see her for those who are wondering. Um, not just hyperbole, like I'm going to go and and um, spend some time with her and continue on my journey. I am feeling equipped and, you know, the name of her business is Empowered Public Health and and I feel empowered to be an advocate for myself and I just hope that anyone listening to this, even if you just have the smallest little change you've noticed or if you have a completely different condition than I do, or it's been something you didn't even know was not normal. I just pray that you go and chat with Rachel or chat with anyone and start to dig into possible solutions for yourself. It's, this is an area of our body that's very private, very personal, and it is one that deserves our attention, just like the rest of the parts of our body. And so I pray that you find comfort in that and peace in knowing that God created this part of you too. I am excited for those who maybe needed to hear this, and I look forward to hearing from you in my in my DMs or, you know, you all know where to find me. And I just wanted to say, too, that this episode, again, this actually goes even deeper into a lot of the details, and some of these solutions, you know, might be out of the box for some of you. And I just want to remind you, this is not for little ears. This is a very adult conversation and uh, just encourage you to put those AirPods in or earbuds or, you know, listen in the car when there's no kids around because it'll be one that you want to pay attention to anyways. And with that, here is the continued conversation of me and Rachel. As you may recall, in the last episode, her last question to me was, what have you found that works for you? And we're just going to jump right on into it. (laughs) So you'll see what I mean as soon as you start to hear the rest of our conversation. Hello and welcome to Spinning Plates Podcast. I am your host, Selena Johnson, and I am so glad you're here. God has a perfect plan for you, a design specific that is only for you. And I assure you that it does not include living tired and discontent. I know it's for you to live fully into who you're meant to be. So let's spin the plates together with joy and purpose. Thanks for hanging out with me. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Well, so dilators okay. was probably the best thing that helped me. So dilators, for, we're just going to open it all up here. So I mean, dilators. I can go get them. I've got them. 
Yeah, yeah. Bring them on. Bring them on. Of course you have them. Of course she has them. Um, I'm just gonna keep talking about them. So dilators are gradual, typically gradual sizes. My whole box. Um, we're just oh, oh, you have those. Oh, literally oh, have everything. Yeah, yeah, you got all of them. Um, so the dilators, yes, there they are. Um, are my best friend. The small version, so I don't yeah. scare people. So they go from the size of a. Pinky, Pinky or carrot, yeah. all the way up to the size of a, a, a normal penis. And yeah. Um, and what they do is for me, they did at least with lidocaine. Um, and we're going to get to a little bit of like, gonna be well, so there's a whole bunch that came after this, but if you show and tell tonight, I'm so excited right now. I really, I'm going to put this out on our YouTube so people yeah, can actually now. Okay. Well, and I cannot believe that we're, I'm doing an episode on this, but it's important. Oh, I can, I am so excited right now. So <laughs> dilator, she's got them there. Um, they're usually silicone. Typically they're, um, you can, do you want to talk about them? Okay. So she's going to be able to help us more. <laughs> All I know is they changed my life. So, I'm very excited about these. Um, I do have a discount code if anyone needs. Oh, good. Yes. Um, Great. We'll put that in the show notes. I'll get that from you after. Have that. Um, so there's different sizes. They are. There's like so many more. I just can't yeah. put them on this stand. Yeah. But um, so I, I don't, I don't love dilators as a first line of yeah. treatment. It took a minute. It's yeah. They're not. A, they're not like. Oh, I have this condition. Let me just go buy some dilators. No. Yeah, no. This is like. Hey, I've either tried and I've plateaued at PT. Or I have um, tried and failed PT, or I've tried these other things and they're not working. So this is my this is your second step in this process, and I'm glad that they worked for you. It is, well, and I think it's important. What you're saying is really important because I think that's what I thought. Um, reading this one book would do it, or this tool would do it, or whatever. And it is, you guys, it is a recipe that you have to do the work to find for yourself. Because for me, I had to have mental health first. Yes. Like that was like, I had to be able to hold a mirror up and look at myself, which was a new thing I'd never done. Huge. Yeah. Um, so the, the, and I'll say right now, the, and I'll maybe probably fight someone if they disagree, but the only way <laughs> I think I'd put my money on you just so you know, I don't know, I don't know if I'm not scrappy, but the only way a dilator truly works is if you do it with intention, right? This isn't just something you stick in and like watch TV. Like this is something you need to say, okay, I feel a sensation at the place where I normally clench up when I feel a sensation. However, I'm in control of this sensation. It is not painful. It is not threatening. And you need to say that to yourself and work on your breathing and do some leg movements or do a leg stretch or something while maintaining a sensation that continues to be non-threatful, non-painful. And you need to do that mind-body work. Now, what you were describing earlier of, hey, this could be a feather touch and I felt like it was a dagger. So what you're describing is oh this you're in a you're in a nerd out right now. So what, <laughs> what you're describing, we call it there's this term for it. It's called central sensitization. So your nerves, you, you have nerves in your body, right? And they'll they'll tell you things that are important to know. For example, if you had a smoke alarm in your house, you would want to know if there was a fire, right? But do you want to know about every fire in your house? 
what about like the candle in the room next door? Right. So I'm thinking smoke alarm was like the amplitude on the sensitivity was turned up so high that it was like, there's a freaking fire. Someone call 911. Like there's a fire, but like, it was just a, a candle in the, in the room that was in a saucer and it was safe. Yeah. (laughs) So you're, so what happens you, have you heard of the homunculus? No. Oh, I wish I had like a picture. I wish you guys could see her face because she's making me so happy right now. Okay, go. First of all, you should totally Google it. It's horrifying. But um, (laughs) so the homunculus is just, it's, yeah, no, do it, do it, do it. Tell me what you think. (laughs) Then I'll I'll explain it. It'll make sense. Yes. Okay. How do you spell it? Um, H-O-M-U-N-C-U-L-U-S. Homunculus. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. There's okay. not a picture, but it says be a picture. small human being originally depicted. Okay. <laughs> Look at the images. You have to see the picture. Okay. I'm going, I'm going. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Everyone go Google it. You'll everyone see go it. Google homunculus. Yes. Okay. If you're so on, is, if is you're a, on, um, our thing right now, it's just this weird. This is the guy. homunculus. Okay. Is, okay. So what the homunculus is, is a visual depiction of how the nerves are distributed in your body. So the areas on the homunculus little man guy that are big, like your lips, your genitals, your hands, your feet are really huge on this little guy because that's the nerve distribution. There's more nerves distributed there in your body. Which is why when mine is with um, provoked vestibulodynia, um, when it was going crazy, cause they said I had a pretty severe case, my, my nerves were hyperactive in that one local spot, which radiated out to all, like basically my body just freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. So it created a panic alarm on you, mm-hmm. right? And that when we start talking about, um, chronic pain, which mm-hmm. you had vulvar pain greater than three months that is now defined as chronic. I believe it. Um, and by the time you found a specialist, if we were in way past the chronic phase, yeah. it had cobwebs on it. Yeah. Um, it, literally. So, literally. <laughs> so, but you know, but by the time people find out what's wrong or by the time people figure out that there is something wrong and that they should go see someone about it. And then now who do I go see? They're all chronic by the time they get yeah. to me. All I deal with is chronic pain. So yeah. we have to talk about that, that homunculus and that distribution of nerves. We have to talk about the fact that your body is doing its job, right? Mm-hmm. It's being protective of an area. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's just being a little too, it's doing a little yeah. too good of a job being yeah. protective of an area. Mm-hmm. Now, why it got protective in the first place, we don't know. Well, right? and let's talk about that. So some women have, I know, you know, this, um, I'm going to say yeah. it for the audience here, like some women, um, it after childbirth, like they discover, I have a friend that, that this has happened to her after childbirth. Um, some, uh, could have been born with it. They don't know that there could have been, I could have fallen on a bike in middle school. Actually, I was reading, um, that it can even be, if you had a yeast infection. Yeah. Yeah. If you had a yeast infection. So that was, I was going to ask where, did you use tampons as a kid? Well, I didn't, um, because, because I couldn't. (laughs) It's painful. Yes. Tampon use. Is, yes. is fine that you probably have vulvodynia yeah. or, or, or vaginismus. You yes. have that. Yes. Um, so and the a big th- thing we found too in my um, pelvic floor therapy is like my um, 
my uh oh i can't even think of the fibers like okay so like my thighs and stuff like that that's all you look at her face she's like i know what you're gonna say it <laughs> like i was never flexible first of all that's like a big thing and like my the, what are those what is it called adductors like your groin yes. muscle yeah i couldn't it, it, like even if they tried to like massage in that area it was so tight like so fibrous that they couldn't you know what I mean like that was and it's all connected you guys one of, literally one of the first things when I first meet not the first thing that's weird that 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 came out wrong you say hi first okay <laughs> I do say hi and like but, but when I'm first about to do an a pelvic exam on someone for the very first time they're oh my god here we go I like to demo so they're yes. laying on the back right and yeah. I literally will just place my hand on their inner thigh because I know tell. their inner thigh is, or their like inner the groin muscles, the crotch muscles, if they're like tight, like a freaking rock, I'm yeah. like, oh, I already know what I'm going to find inside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was therefore, me. Therefore we, we, and I do want to dispel this rumor. Also, I don't have to do internal evals on people. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I don't, I don't push them either. I just let you know, Hey, I'm going to find out more information. If we do this, mm -hmm. you may respond well to it or not, <laughs> but you, you may have a flare up after, but this will give us so much information mm -hmm. and we can try without it. And we can see how far we can get in your care without an internal eval. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it may not happen on the first visit. It may not happen on the second visit. And, you know, I have a patient who finally by her like sixth visit, she was like, fine. Let's just do it. Like, let's get it over. That <laughs> like, was me. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's try this. Yeah. And, and I will also say for patients with, and I I'm gonna, yes, the kids are out of the room here, here. We're, we're doing this. We're talking about it. Okay. Ready. Um, women are so lucky that we have two access points to our pelvic floor. <laughs> so, um, transrectal treatment for women with the vulvar pain is like, freaking gold. I'm sorry, girls. You really, it is gold. That is my number one go-to. Like I'm going to do an initial vulvar and vaginal eval, but visit number two transrectal. That's like, that's where we're going. Yeah. Really? That is it, so interesting with consent. That's where yeah, we're going. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> and I think too, like the leading up to that, I, yeah, it took me like six visits for that to be okay. And I really want to be very, this, I really want people to hear this. Like you have to become comfortable with your body. I yeah. was not, I was, I, I had so much work to get to the point of being able to have a physical therapist work mm -hmm. on that area. Um, and I also think like dilators, so dilators are gradual. Um, so yeah, once you graduate from you know, the little tiny pinky size guy yep. and then you graduate up the same thing. You're, you're working on the same mental, yep. I am safe. Yep. I feel this sensation. What does it feel like? Does it feel warm? Does it feel cold? And you're literally retraining that nervous system to yep. incorporate other information other than just, there's a sensation. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Um, and this is going to get real. Yeah. Let's go. Get real. But Love like, it. Um, I, to this day still have pain. So I just need everyone to know, like it didn't cure it. It made it so I could live like, and also oh. not be ashamed. Oh. Like, I right. Questions then for you. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I still have pain and I'm going to make an appointment to see you. But anyways, let's talk about that later. Did people check for like hymenal remnants? Right. So I don't remember it's been now. So we ended up at 10 and a half years of marriage. 
being able to have intercourse. And it was the best day of our lives. (laughs) And did it feel good for you or were you? No, not at all. But we were, I was so excited. (laughs) Like, and that was kind of just the beginning. And so now with the dilators, that's why I want people to know there are tools that can help is I have to like 30 minutes to an hour beforehand do do the dilators and like literally breathe, like connect my mind, body, and soul and like breathe through it. And like, like you said, tell myself I'm safe. Tell myself I'm okay. I have to do lidocaine. I can't get around that for that spot. I was going to ask about that. Yes. So many questions. Ask me everything. Oh my God. Okay. So have you tried topical estrogen cream? I did for like, I did earlier on, I have not come back to it, but remember it was like a cocktail at that point, trying to figure out what was. Yeah. So, so some, okay. The next question, has anyone checked your clitoral hood mobility? Um, yes, they have checked that. And we should add to the mix here. This is, this is like Selena's out in the middle of everybody. Like to the mix that I, um, have a tendency towards sebaceous cysts in my area down there. There it is. I've had to have like three surgeries to have cysts removed. What is those? When were these surgeries? So since, so the first one was the five years earlier when he checked that he, he was the doctor that but, I but that. you had pain with tampon insertion earlier, but that was probably because of I a cyst. I did. Removed. Yep. Yep. Okay. It, it so I've, had to, I've had to have three removals. Okay. This is, this is the, okay. So why are you getting those cysts? A great question. I was told I was just cysty. That's what I was told. Girl. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> icky. Way to make you feel icky. <laughs> um, I was like, okay. Yeah. So, so part of having pain with intercourse and like dealing with that and working through that is going to be your foreplay. So a, the vagina will lengthen and like become more like, I, I, like, I don't, I don't know how else to describe it, but like it will, it's like a flower. To, yes, it will blossom for the penis <laughs> or, or the, or the, whatever yeah. you just put in it, it, you, or don't, uh, it will, <laughs> but it will do it either way. So yeah. it will literally lengthen to accept and it will moisten and like all these things happen naturally. So foreplay is so, so, so important. And I like to, I mean, there's some principles of Tantra that I like talking about as far as you will feel safe. If you are in a safe place, mm-hmm. what are you listening to? What's the sound that you're hearing? Mm-hmm. Is it a screaming child? Is it, um, mm-hmm. a car horns blaring? I don't like, that's not, is it like a gunshots? Like you're not yeah. going to feel safe. Like, it's yeah. not, nope. So you have to then involve like all your senses. So what does it smell like? What does it feel like? Put the nice, put the nice calm music on, put the lights dim. Like, I'm sorry, you're not going to have sex in fluorescent lighting. Like I don't know. Um, put on the nice candle or the scentsy warmer, whatever you've got, mm-hmm. put on the nice soft blanket on the bed that makes you feel nice. Like, or wherever you choose to have sex, put, put the nice comfy thing down. So you're mm-hmm. in a place where you, it touch feels nice. Spend some time just kissing each other naked, like accepting and like being in each mm-hmm. other's face physically. Like that warm up is so important, mm-hmm. especially with pain with sex. And please, mm-hmm. for the love of God, don't do Kegels. No. Like, no, that was, I took that off the table. There's no need for you to tighten further when you have been tight and we need to yeah. do the opposite. Yeah. And I think too, like the, that's why the dilators helped me so much because I can actually just get my body to a point where I can even do foreplay because I yeah. still, I still have like this, my body just wants to like, and this is years of me working through this and my body still wants to just like tighten up. I'm doing this. No one can see it, but I'm like tightening up and And it's, um, so I have to like 
like conscious, like you said, intentionally, consciously breathe, relax, like literally go into another place and like get through it. Absolutely. So, and, but you shouldn't be disconnecting mentally from right. where you, you shouldn't be dissociating. Yeah. And, and I don't allow patients to associate when they're in the room with me. Yep. Um, if you check out, we're done. Like I'm not doing things to you. Good. Do what you good. have to do. No, like this is a joint effort similar yeah, to you good. later. Yeah. The dilator is not doing stuff to you. You and your dilator are working together That's to right. brain. I am not doing anything to you. If you no. for a moment, I'm like, did she check out? I'm going to like, try to talk to you. If you're not yeah. here, I'm gone. Like we're yeah. done. Yeah. Um, and I've had to verbally say that to people prior mm. to, because I, they were using terms like just do what you need to do. And I'm like, no, 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 oh, yeah. no, 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 no. We're not going to do that. Like, and I just took it off the table. You know what? We're not doing this today. Nope. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not interested in doing things to you. Sorry. Yeah. I <laughs> think that it's really powerful what you're yeah. saying, which is that you, it, and I, this is what I've learned through the process is like the, your people hear me talk about it all the time too. It's just like with working out, but like your mind, body, and soul have to be connected. Like that movement helps you do that. Meditation helps you do that. Like, like you said, we're, you know, for me, it's like worship music helps me do that. Like you have to have something that's going to kind of bring all the senses together in one place. And that it's not, there's nothing to be afraid of to start to figure out what that looks like for you. And I used to be afraid, like if I dealt with it, if I talked about it, that there was something wrong with me. And I think that's where like, I'm sure I, I spent so many years in isolation in my mind and like lies and telling me, you know, I did the whole thing where it was like, something happened to me some, at some point. Did I, you know, like all this stuff. And because, uh, you know, a part you know. of genismus or vestibulodynia can be from past trauma. So if you yeah. had, in particular, if your first sexual experience was traumatic from, mm. let's say a rape or something mm. that that is absolutely traumatizing and no mm. wonder your body's alarms would be like hard, right. pass, hard pass on the sensations down there, ma'am. Right last time. And those, those, those feelings can, can, those are, that's within a normal range of normal response from your body. Yeah. Again, just doing too good of a job protecting you. Yeah. It's like, hold on. No, no, no. I I like this one. This one is okay. I'm consent. consent, consent. And I think too, I just heard something yesterday and I was like, love this conversation because it was that you can, you can, there's a new book called my mind, your mindset, but you can rewire your brain where, which is what you're saying, which is like, I'm safe. I'm okay. Like, because what we do is we had an experience and then we jump to now the, what, what could happens. And then our body's trying to protect itself from like the what ifs. And really that isn't really what's going to happen. This was, I'm, yeah. I might blow your brain a little bit for a to do it. Uh, you're going to maybe hate me a little if I say this. I don't know. Um, It's true though. So listen up. So some pain neuroscience education, 100% of the time. Okay. Let me back up. You have nerves in your body, right? Obviously you have nerves that tell you different information. Yes. So you have nerves that tell you light touch, deep touch, vibration, where your joints are in space, like your proprioceptive nerves. You have zero nerves in your body that tell you you are in pain. Mm. <laughs> so therefore you, you only have nerves that tell you like sensory information. Mm-hmm. So therefore 100% of the time pain is an output of the brain. Wow. And like 
that's why some people are like, oh, I have a high pain tolerance. It's like, well, it's your brain. It's not, it's not like, it's, it's your tolerance of sensory information in your brain or your intolerance of sensory information from certain aspects. And yeah. your brain, what it does is it takes this information from your sensory and it processes it and it adds in, okay, I am standing in my kitchen. Have I been here before? Yes. Have I been at my stove before? Yes. It feels warm. I'm getting sensory input from my warm nerves. Okay. Have I had warmth in those, in this part of my hand before? Yes. Oh my gosh. What am I doing right now? I'm cooking. Oh, I've done that before. Oh, I've burned my hand before. Oh my God. I'm burning my hand. And then you remove your hand. And that is like, your brain has to tell you I'm in pain. And then you remove your hand because that is the signal for you to remove your hand. So your past information integrates mm -hmm with your current sensory. So That's if you right. know, I've had pain here before mm. I'm having sensation in the same spot. This is a very similar thing. I've got a naked man near me. <laughs> I'm going, you're going to continue to have pain. And so I, I don't want people to not have sex. I don't want people to have painful sex. Yeah, that's right. And so I want, if you're having painful sex, we've got to find a way that makes it not painful. We've got to find mm -hmm. something that makes sex feel in fact, like, tolerable to pleasurable even yeah. it should feel nice and if you're yeah. having painful sex that sucks and I'm like and we've got to figure out it's not that I don't want you to have sex in all the positions and in every which way you want I don't want you to have pain in any of which way you want yeah. and so when people come to me and they say I have pain with sex I'm like great is it at initial penetration or with deep penetration because mm -hmm. there's a difference mm -hmm. or is it both and so for you, are you having pain with deep penetration as well? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So has anyone shown you the O-nut? Uh, we have them. Yes. I love show, that you have Show me how to use it though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, and, and I am not sponsored. The, I do have an intimate rose discount code. And if you use it, you get like $5 off. And I think I get a couple bucks. Like we're going to, we're going to put the code in the show notes for um, sure. But I don't have a code for Onut. I just think that they're a wonderful company. I had heard about them. I'd seen them. I bought them. I'm scared. Ah, ah, so okay. This is why, so you, why I need you in my life. These little, like they're very jiggly and yeah. like floppy and squishy yeah. and they're soft and they're these little stackable rings they yeah. totally can stack and they come with four and he's gonna put it over his shaft mm -hmm. like, you know lube it up put it over the shaft mm -hmm. and he is just gonna be able to like customize your depth experience because they don't go in right so if you have pain with deep penetration great let's make his ability right. to penetrate you deeply less and you can literally customize how many depths depth what depth do you want you just want the, just a little bit or you want most of it but not all because there's too much it's modular <laughs> it's so cool they also now make them in different colors which is very oh, cool. well that's fun go them they be you know and then that's i they just came out with a vibrating o-ring which is very cool vibrating o-nut that like links on these which is going to oh, when we talk about the gate control theory of pain you know when um you slam your hand in a car door and you immediately start shaking yeah, wide sensory yes. and some other nerves. So that's why vibration works. Those nerves travel faster than the nerves that carry the alert, alert signals, right? That the vibration yes. travel faster. Oh my gosh. So that vibrating Ona should maybe be on your, your Valentine's day wish list. That's being added. <laughs> I'm um, also going to add to the wish list. I'm going to make an appointment with you yes. <laughs> because I will say, um, and this is like, it'll, Okay. I'm just going to go ahead. Yeah. No, but then, okay. um, oh my God, there's so much. Yeah. More. I, we still, it's still painful. And to be honest, yeah. um, yeah, it's, 
I still have you a hard time getting myself to do it. Hmm? Well, first of all, oh my, I have oh, so many questions. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Are you able to touch yourself and feel nice? You don't have to answer that on air. I'm sorry that yeah. I asked if I could, and you said I could ask. Yeah, I said you could ask any question. That's why I want to do this episode because I didn't think you could to, talk about this. Touch yourself. And <clears throat> I'd have to actually even think about it. Okay. Like I, you've never thought to do that. Well, I don't know. I can't tell you if it's painful because like, so when I have to put medicine on, that's right. as much as I touch myself, um, put medicine, <laughs> different conversation, uh, medicine on it's painful. Okay. Like what, what you're just putting it on the introitus, right? Yes. On the, the part the where it's for the most part when women, um, well, not all, not always true. Some women just need clitoral stimulation. Are you yeah. able to touch your clitoris? Yeah, that's not a problem unless okay. I have a cyst. Then. But you, okay. So you had the cyst on the clitoris. I've had it there and in the um, vulva mm-hmm, area. Hmm. Did you do scar massage work? No. What are you talking about? Because they, they removed it, right? They started. Yeah. And there's a, there's, and there's, there were stitches. There, therefore there is scar tissue. Yes. Are you doing scar massage? No. Do I see you? Probably. <laughs> I love this. So you should be doing scar massage work. You, okay. And, um, put some vitamin E oil on your okay. and scar massage that I'm shit. Like making notes now. <laughs> I was taking notes on you earlier. Don't worry. Like <laughs> uh, vibrating O nut. No. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And you see so that four sebaceous removals. Yeah, I've had uh, one. It was a very traumatic experience. It was after um yeah, it was infected and she did it. It was in the clitoral is a clitoral sebaceous cyst and it um and she just lanced it in the office and I I don't, I think to this day, I don't know if I've ever been in that much pain in my entire life. It hurt so bad. So the well, next your time, homunculus clitoris is huge. So yeah, it was cherry tomato. Yeah. yeah I believe awful. that. Um, and then, uh, so you, when I asked you if you've had trauma, you've yeah. had incredible amounts of trauma. You just, you're not, your, your conscious brain isn't recognizing those events as trauma. No. But yes. You have had not only trauma, but you've had medical trauma. Yeah. And, and that's really like, crazy. that's shitty. Did you talk to your therapist about those? No. Mm. Okay. So checklist next. Okay. okay. Hold um, on a second. <laughs> okay. Like this is how, this is how I work. I'm like, okay. We and I want this. This is what I wanted is I wanted to be a patient in front of other people so that they could see how these conversations go and maybe even think about what their answers would be. This is before I even touch you. I love it. <laughs> this is like, We've taken a whole hour and it's like, we haven't even gone to the eval. <laughs> this might be like a two-parter, right? Love it. So then, okay. So if the, when she did intra pelvic work yeah. on, I like that word intra pelvic work. That's what I we're going to call it. I don't like intravaginal. I don't like that. Cause no. we can be transrectal or transvaginal and both of those words scare people. Intra pelvic work. I love it. Or internal work. So when she did internal work on you, yep. um, did it help? It did actually. So that got me to the point where I could actually use a dilator. Do you have one of these bad boys? I don't. That is terrifying looking. Yeah. 
um, by the same company. I just love Intimate Rose. I'm sorry for all the other companies that exist. This is owned by a pelvic PT and I just, she's also really nice. Yeah, and I think I follow I them. I think I follow I love them. them. It's the same mm -hmm. one that makes the dilator brand that I love. And, mm -hmm. you know, also I have that discount code for you guys so I can get you $5. <laughs> love it yeah, but that did something um so this, this hook that you're holding up is yeah. it silicone was it soft what's happening it's the same material as her diet okay. it's okay. a little bit more firm though it doesn't bend as much because okay. the goal is for you to be able to be the the hand that hooks in and around and like can get to, i can you even see this can you, you oh can my gosh yes the size of your pelvic wall to do that and that work at myself okay you work yourself if you can tolerate the sensation at your entrance okay I, I will say this does tend to work better for my girls who have pain with deep penetration. Okay. Not pain at entrance. Okay. We're, yeah. We're totally touching the entrance to get to yeah. the deep. Yeah. So, but if I do lidocaine, I can usually get past yeah. that. Yeah. Honestly. And I, I have to maybe message her and ask if this is cleared for transrectal use. Cause I don't see why not. Yeah. That might be your ticket. Oh my gosh. I'm like going to start crying. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's for real, like if no one has done the transrectal work on you, like we're missing half of, first of all, half of your pelvic floor. Cause I can't even yeah. access some of these. Did you ever hurt your tailbone or fall on your coccyx? I did in high school. Was that before the tampon you started? Probably around the like same time. I just was always terrified to use tampons. So then by the time I went to go use them, it was like not going to happen. And I couldn't, funny enough, I was always like so confused. I'm like, how are people getting these in? Like, I can't get this in. Mm. Mm. Well, I, I, we didn't even do the anatomy chat earlier when I whipped out my pelvis, but yeah. if you look at your, your spine comes in and yes. your tailbone, your coccyx, yeah. and you see literally all of the muscles in your pelvic floor attached to it, like all of them, wow. literally all of them. There's not a single muscle that, well, okay. I can maybe one, <laughs> There's one muscle that doesn't attach, but all of the other ones literally attach directly to your coccyx. So if you're having and look at this direct line from yeah. to, to where I right where my pain is. Yeah. Literal direct line. So like if you're not doing rectal work, I don't want to say you're wrong, but well, we're missing something. You can make a joke right now that my husband would think was very, very funny, but yeah. <laughs> um, so it's it's like if I can get in there and and like look at the rectum is blocking half of my access when I'm vaginal, I can't get to the back half of your pelvic floor. And like, yes, it's weird. Yes. It's not the most comfortable thing in the whole world, but it's also not like the only weird, weird if you make it weird. It's only, it's only one. It's only weird if you make it weird, but also like, it's not the worst thing ever. And for a lot of vaginal pain and introitus pain, like this is the best <laughs> Um, that's really interesting. And I, you know, I feel like, because so just, it's been 25 years. I've been well, yeah. 24 years, 24 years. I've been not cool doing this. And, um, so my boys are walking miracles. The fact that we were able to do it and conceive was yeah. like crazy. Um, but I, I want to continue down the journey and I'll say for anyone who's listening and maybe like starting, like it's, a, it's exhausting. Like you're, it's yeah. a lot of work to get chronic pain is a lot of work. Yes, exactly. And I love that they call it chronic pain now. Cause that's literally how I've felt my whole life, but it's yeah. such a, 
it's that there's such a stigma around talking about it or just that any, you know, like, and no one ever talks about somebody having pain, like outside of the first time with sex. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I asked a lot of questions, the clitoral hood mobility though. Yeah. You, you should be able so my, if yours is not yellow, mine is a little yellow dot, yep. um, but you should be able to literally take your finger and pull up on the skin above your clitoris yep. and it should move and it should expose more of your clitoris. This is your clitoral yep. hood. I think mine, mine's good. And it should move left and it should move right. Like you should okay. be able to see the sides of your clitoris. Okay. And like, I, it was so wild that you mentioned that you had a cyst there. And like, I'm like, oh, yep. I, I'm one, it, ah theories, right? It could be the fall on the tailbone that caused all of this. Mm-hmm. It could be, be crazy. Cyst. It could be the cyst that caused all of this, yeah. right? Plus the fall on the tailbone. And you're just yeah. like, I'm out. It yeah. could be a hormonal imbalance. Mm-hmm. Did you, were you on birth control at any point in your teens? I no. I was my first years of marriage. I was, um, okay. which is I, ironic because we weren't having sex, but and then I, I'm pretty pleased assuming they have checked and cleared you for, um, lichen sclerosis. Yes, they did check for that, but I will say this, and this is interesting is he had me on, I seem to have always had an underlying yeast always. And so for a long time, I've been on fluconazole, um, which I haven't been taking the last year or two, honestly, since the pandemic, I kind of just Hmm. stopped taking it. Um, I don't know what the two tied together, but I just know that's the timing the last couple of years. I haven't taken it. So um, but I always had an underlying yeast going on. So that's interesting. Cause you said earlier the yeast infection. And so I'm like, yeah. I'm just a hot mess is what's going on. It sounds like there's some gut health issues. Have you talked yes. to nutritionists and all of this? And I've been working. So I have, um, gone through a whole gut whole health, like protocol thing. And I am now gluten-free dairy-free, Okay, which is funny because it has completely relieved my, um, herniated disc I have in my L one S or L five S one. So the pain. Okay. When did that start? That was just in the last couple of years. So that was like new, but what's interesting is the inflammation piece of it. So that's kind of why I got so excited when you and I started talking, because I was like, I need, I feel like I'm at a place where I could go now back and work on some of this muscular stuff to try to help with, um, relaxing more because I can't, I still do this. Yeah. I still do this. So when, when do you have like, um, a lacrosse ball at home? No, I need to get one. Cause everyone keeps talking about it. Um, they're just like a nice tool that I use that is really cheap because, um, it, you know, it, anyways, if you had a lacrosse ball, I'm trying to, I should it. see this. She has like just so many things in front of her right oh, now. I probably yeah. have goodie box out for you. I love um, it. So if you have a lacrosse ball okay. and okay. you have this you can literally aim for your sit bone that like okay. bone on the bottom of your pelvis you can feel it underneath your butt it's the bone that you feel like you're sitting on yeah so aim for that bone and then go right on the on the inside of it so right underneath your butt cheek like okay you can feel that bone so right yep. in you can access your pelvic floor externally okay for you what is happening right now so excited. I'm like, first of all, has no one ever done this? No. Um, 25 years. And this is like basics. In all of their defenses, I kind of stopped going because it was, yeah. I didn't want to talk about it anymore. 
Yeah, it's it's hard when you try and you try and you try and you don't get anywhere. Yeah, it's heartening. And I'm sorry, but like we cost money. Like it, there is a financial burden for for. Well, it's worth every penny, guys. I'll tell you what. I just I just need I needed this like reminder that I still have to do the work. And I'll tell you, my husband will be happy that I'm doing the work too. Well, and it's like, but it's both of you, right? Mm-hmm. It's- intimacy together it's not about like pleasing him. exactly you to strengthening your bond through a different method yeah. and like a method that's been like unable you've been because he's so so supportive he will help me with any exercises I mean gladly help me with any exercise that I need to but I'm just <laughs> saying like so supportive I mean I remember one time I was working on my um my uh exercises my dilators yeah. And I was just bawling. It was before babies. And I was like, am I, is this ever going to like, work, right? you know, and it was just like this beautiful moment where he's like, honey, like this is you, the, you and I are forever. So like, if it's, Aww. if it's you or this, like I'll pick you every time. And I just remember the weight that lifted of like, oh, we're in this together. Like he wants to be a part of this and huh. like, encourage people to like, don't live in darkness, like talk mm-hmm. about it. I'm ready for you, not your vagina. Like yeah, exactly. that came along with the package. And like, like I didn't know this was part of the deal. This is I married you. Yeah. Like that's a huge thing. So you can have him even you can even if he wants to, he could totally give you a booty massage. Cause oh you gosh, do, I love that. He, you do have like your gluteal cleft, right? The the butt cheek here. Um, so on the inside of the butt cheek, between the anus and your sit bone. He can kind of, he can kind of reach in and around and up under the cheek, like cup it and you yeah. can your pelvic floor from the external area. Okay. That's good and to know. All through and like, literally you just find the sit bone and you wrap your finger in here and these area underneath, like the butt cheek is hanging out over here and you're yeah. literally working under the butt cheek. Interesting. I never would have ever thought that area would be so literally your pelvic floor crazy <laughs> this or, is why we need people like you in the world because no one as uh, no one tells us this stuff it's so frustrating yeah. like where so, you could do it by sitting yourself on a, a tennis balls are fine they're just really squishy um yeah. but like a, a harder ball like a lacrosse ball works really well so um sitting on the lacrosse ball like don't go over your anus don't don't go over your tailbone like that's don't definitely don't go over your labia like that's not fun but just that area, right. And like my sensitive spots are right up along my SI joint, my sacroiliac joint. Mm-hmm. So when my sacrum can, comes in contact with here, my sensitive areas are up here a little higher. Like I'm not mm-hmm. having as much tension down here, but I'm assuming you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even you can fair assumption. like, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to assume things about you, but I, I, you might shower nightly or daily. Um, so in the shower every day, when you, I hope maybe no judgment, but hopefully you're washing your butt. You can (laughs) like, right. You could literally cup your own. Oh, I'm doing it. I'm showing, I'll be, I'm with you. She's doing it. Everyone your own butt. Okay. And then like, just massage a little bit. Like, you know, maybe just warm water. Maybe don't throw some soap on your vulva, but like, you could literally self-massage once a day for five seconds on each yeah. side. Wow. And that's something to talk about too, because I know that's yeah. something I had to learn is I can't use any soaps, perfumes, nothing down there. Nothing. We shouldn't nothing. be doing that guys. You're using for your laundry soap, even like mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. that can be irritating to those tissues. Um, have you tried- cotton? I have to wear cotton. Yeah. And if like, you're that's huge pad for your menstrual cycle, you should be using cotton pads with no yeah. additives. Um, 
there's a few brands that have that. And then I think seventh generation, I think, um, rail rail R A E L. Is that a, mm-hmm, I think so. Mm-hmm. I I have them. Um, but yeah. And what's interesting is I can do tampons now, but it's after years of use. I hope you're using the cotton tampons. Yes. I'm using cotton tampons and I, I have to, um, like I've had to, that's like been a whole journey by itself. The first time I could ever do that. I was like, this is crazy. Hyaluronic acid. Are you using any of that? No. Use that for like our face. Yeah. So if, and so if there is a lack of tense tissue, moisture and suppleness, right. Which with chronic pain, there tends to be a more inflammatory process or a lack like a, so the, um, the brand good, clean love makes good, clean love with hyaluronic acid. Okay. Good clean love makes a lot of products. And I I will disclaimer this right now. And I will tell you that like maybe 10% of patients experience some burning with this. Okay. That's good to know. It's 10. I am so sorry. Just stop using it. I'm sorry. You wasted $20. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it, it, so it's works really well for the 90% though. So I'm sorry if you're the 10, um, but good clean love with hyaluronic acid is an awesome way to provide some moisture to the tissues. Okay. That's good. If, if in in particular, and and maybe not for vulvodynia in particular, but in particular for my perimenopausal, I was just going to say I'm 44. So me and my friends are starting to get there in particular for peripartum, which is the tissues look and feel the same as a perimenopausal state. Cause the drop of estrogen that happens after you have a baby, um, in particular for those two groups of women, that hyaluronic acid can be really helpful if they're having dryness and pain with like pain at the entrance because the the, the tissue is not hydrated enough. It's like you can either fix the hydration issue with like chain. If you have literal chapped lips on your face, Mm -hmm. it's like, are dehydrated. You need to drink more water. But Mm -hmm. if it's a tissue hormonal imbalance issue with a lack of estrogen, if, if topical estrogen creams aren't being prescribed to you or aren't right for you for whatever reason, then okay, maybe hyaluronic acid could help. And that's why you were asking about topical estrogen. Yeah. And also, um, I, I'd have to, and this would be a refer out situation because I can't, I can't prescribe. So I would refer to someone who could, and there's also, gosh, I had a friend, a pelvic PT friend who worked in a urologist office, which was really cool. So I could call her all the time. And I, so I can't quote myself on this because this was something I heard from her. So, this, but mm-hmm. she was talking about, um, for the clitoral hood mobility in particular, um, the, while the vaginal introitus is pretty estrogen jom- dominant, they might give you like an estrogen testosterone mix for the, or an estrogen progesterone mix for, for a different area in your like vulvar area, because mm-hmm. one, one of those is more, pro- a little bit got a little more testosterone dominance. One has a little more progesterone and one has a little more estrogen. So like they might give you different mixes depending on physically where they want you to put that cream. Yeah. Yeah. Don't quote me on these oh, things. Interesting. Also, it's their job to know that. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> I yeah. can't prescribe them anyways. Yes, I um, and it's also I think desert desert harvest is one that I like to use too because it's um they aloe. Have the, they have the hyaluronic acid as well. I don't know. I'm gonna go look. They have one with lidocaine too. That's I just I always say good clean love. Um, I like that. Desert harvest is a really reputable brand. Yeah, aloe based, so it's usually pretty. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Rachel, this is like. Using lube during sex? Well, you what are you using? 
Um, Desert Harvest, Aloe. Yeah, that's fine. I, yeah. I, I just, I always recommend slippery stuff. Yes. Yeah, slippery stuff is so good. There, yes. The blue one, the gel is like water-based, paraben-free, glycerin. Yeah. So I just can't have anything that's um, what's it called? The, the one that's. No, it can. This is good with like it. KY. What is? Oh, what God. The, oh, no, God. I. But I mean, there's something in there that's like I'm. Can't, I can't. No, but no one needs that. No, no one. Needs that. No, no one. No that. everyone. No one needs that. Friendly reminder, like you were mentioning earlier, mm-hmm. like not washing your vulva with. Yes. Like yeah. your outer vulva, like your outer labia, sure, but not your vulva. Yeah. Like this, where it looks like a skin texture. If you wouldn't put soap on the inside of your lip, don't put it on the inside of your lips. That's good. I like that. Like it's weird. Like no, don't. Don't. It's a good that. tip. And I'll I'll say too that um, I feel like we should give everyone homework. So I'm going to give everyone homework. Where because this was a big deal for me, and maybe you guys are all okay, but like go get a mirror. And just oh, yeah. look at your body parts. That's yeah. it. Because I don't understand why there's any shame associated. That no, stuff. it's the same as looking at your face. It's yeah. you, you're looking at it. And I think that having that education of like, this goes here and that goes there. It, it, I know that some might be where I was, where it was like, I just didn't think we could do that. Or, or they don't, they, there's shame associated and they're like, but I don't want to look at it because it's icky or gross. And like, yeah. that's not true. No, it's, it's beautiful. Like it, it it's, is. Part of when body. we think about everything you just showed us. Do I have ugly hands? Yeah. Like, I mean, no. never look at my hand. No, you're still going to look at your hand. Like, I, I don't know. No. Like, I've seen a lot of vulva and they all look like individual yeah. little vulvas. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like they're yeah. none of them. I've never been like, ew. Like they all yeah. just unique and they look different and that like they may look slightly darker after you have a baby or they yeah. may look slightly different. Like your perennial body might sit yeah. a little bit differently than you're used to, but it changed and it's, it's fine. But God, <laughs> God gave us that part of our body. I mean, it's part, it's not disconnected from you. And I think that's for me. <laughs> yes. And that for me, I know. Accepting that one. I know. I don't know. That for me was like huge because I did not, I, it was like a completely, like a foreign object, like not part of my, who I was, you know well, what I mean? I mean, can you imagine like having knee pain and being like, uh, I'm never going to look at it. It's an, yeah. ugly, I'll be the first to say I have ugly knees because I had a genetic thing where I'm going to show us your knees now. <laughs> like, Oh God, I didn't shave for you, but I have these huge knobs. Yeah. I love you. Yeah huge knobs because I had ostrich slaughters growing up. And that's a, like a disease where your bones are growing faster than your muscles. So your muscles fray off and like, then your bone replenishes and replenishes. And it was crazy. Cool. It was really bad. Um, oh. not that I ever grew tall enough like, yeah. to make that genetic disease. Yeah. Make sense. But, um, yeah, I have ugly knees, but can you imagine having knee pain and then being like, I'm not going to look at my knee. It's ugly. No, no, it's, no. it's part of your body. And that's just what you, it's, yeah. that's you. And part of that brain body connection, mm-hmm. physically looking at it. And I have yeah, so much, I've not made, I've kind of made, I've kind of been like, Hey, I'm going to hand you a hand mirror. I'm going to yeah. step out. Yeah. You can definitely not, but I want you to look. And I think yeah. you should, and I think it's important that you look. Yeah. And, um, yes, well, it helps so much when you're, when you're dealing with the pain too, for me, I know it just, it just took, it just to- took the veil away. You know what I mean? Like it was like, okay. So like when that's hurting, I mean, when he showed me the first time, the two spots, I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Like they're literally red. Like, ah. like, 
yeah why are they red what's going on I didn't know that and he would always like show me like where you know where to put the medicine or something like that and you just have to kind of get to the point where you're like this is a part of my body it's the same thing that they told me where to put it on my cheek I mean I'm just gonna figure out where to put it no so, one's judging you like on the on your medical team literally no one's judging no no in fact they want you to look at it so you know what to do so you can be better we're just trying to work ourselves out of a job yeah <laughs> you're gonna keep coming back <laughs> oh my gosh Rachel this was so empowering and I know um uh, kind of eye-opening for me that I still have a lot of work to do and I'm okay with that like I'm I'm good with that I am feeling very like re-energized by all of this and I, the chronicity of your condition can get you down yeah it really really can and um like I, w- I used to break that I have a high tolerance for pain, but now I'm told that it's, I know that's not a real thing. So, well, well the irony is that oh, I just read a study that showed that the people with chronic sen- like that central sensitization, yeah. they're actually so, you know, alerted to pain all the time that yeah. they end up with a lower pain tolerance physically, like they've studied it. And like, so, so you're, because your body's doing such a good job of protecting you and yeah. it's, it's so sick of being in pain. It's just like, what now, what now, what now? Yeah. Let me see. yeah like you're so sensitive to it. I yeah. So. But now you're probably like, just you, everything always has a baseline, mm-hmm. but that baseline is probably like higher. Like it feels like I'm always at a three. I'm always at a three. That three probably should be a zero. Mm-hmm. Like that's just normal mm-hmm. sensations that your brain is interpreting as pain. I love it. Yeah. But, it's good information because I think that. Yeah, no. And that you, there's so much going on inside your mind that you can really like stop, be mindful, pay attention and like kind of shift the way that you look at it. And I love that. What's the best way for people to like, what, what do you do? Like, how can they get a hold of you or find you and all that? I am on Instagram. I've got a website. I've got Facebook. I've got LinkedIn. I've got YouTube now. Ooh. Hey, oh, we'll put this on your YouTube too. Like 11th follower. It'll be so fun for you. <laughs> um, but I'm on all of these at like em- empowered physical therapy. Unfortunately, okay. my business name is not unique. Um, so that was a blunder on my part for <laughs> Um, but I'm empowered dash physical therapy.com. Okay. I'm empowered dash physical therapy, no underscore on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> and on Facebook, I'm just empowered physical therapy. And okay. on YouTube, I think I'm empowered dash physical therapy. So okay. we'll put it in all the notes. I know. And people can come in and see you and yeah. do so the crazy. Yeah. The crazy thing is that I'm the only pelvic PT in Lake Stevens. That is crazy, actually. That's insane. They think there's one in Snohomish. Yeah. Um, there's one that I know of in Marysville. There's yeah. one of, maybe, no, there's two that I know of in Everett. And there's two that I know of in Mill Creek. That's and amazing. That's it. And like, I mean, I'm not saying this is just a postpartum issue. No. But it was. There's like 4,000 births a year at mm-hmm. Ever, Evergreen. Mm-hmm. Like, are these women getting help? Yeah, no, like, they're not. They're being ignored. They're they're being told to go away, and like, or they're just dealing with it. Yeah. So oh, I hope people look you up, and yeah. talk, obviously, you are so easy to talk to. And I think even if my encouragement would be like, even if you don't have a severe case like I did of whatever, but that you just some something doesn't feel right, like call Rachel. It's not getting better on its own. Like no, I love that. So, oh my gosh, you're, you're offering such a service and I'm so excited to 
yeah, to put your name out there in the world. So people can talk to you. That I've talked to have like a three to six month wait list. And yeah. right now I'm at like a week. So yeah, that's awesome. Oh, that's good. I better get my appointment. And, um, <laughs> and you and I were talking in advance, but you were looking up some stats and do you remember how many women are affected with some sort of condition? Like I have with yours in particular, so it's the only stat. Cause I'm not, I'm not the girl who's going to look, I'm not the numbers girl, yeah. but I looked it up just for you. Um, according to the international journal of women's health that they published in 2017. So okay. this is a five-year-old study in a minute, right. That, um, they had found population-based surveys suggest vulvodynia affects between six to 8% of women at any one time, but up to 25% of women in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. So at some point in their life, one out of four women are going to have vulvar pain. Yeah. yeah. Like, like what the heck with yeah. most of that being provoked, right? So unprovoked would be like, it's just hurting all the time, no yeah. matter what, but provoked pain would be when someone's touching it or something yeah. like you can't wear tight jeans or t- definitely not a thong. Well, that was the other thing. We're not going to get, we're, we'll wrap up, but that's the other thing. My mom said to me when I started going through all this, she was like, you would never wear jeans. She's like, yeah. you could never wear jeans. And I was like, hmm, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Pay attention to the, th- the things guys. Yeah. Okay. So let's wrap up with some fun questions. And, um, yeah, I'm excited. So, okay. So first of all, what are you feeding your mind with right now? Like, what are you listening to or reading or anything like that? Um, so I was in the middle of re so I'm growing pretty quickly as a business and I want to hire in the next year. So I'm doing a lot of like behind the scenes work to prep myself to be the best version of me that I can be to support a a person coming onto my team. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm reading the crap. Well, then I left the book at my mom's house when I went to visitors. So I'm not reading anything right now because I left my book. Um, but it's uh, it's like the seven types of genius, the seven types of working genius, five types of working genius or something like that to learn I about love it. how the different types of employees that you can have and like how to yeah. find the people that they're best at to best utilize them and like make them feel the most fulfilled in their job because they're not going to feel fulfilled doing stuff that they are crappy at. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Something. My, my business coach was recommending it. So, oh my gosh, I'm excited. What but, brings you joy? Um, Hmm. Hmm. Lots of things. I'm very like, I get excited about easy, easily. Um, well, we're going to be friends. Well, yeah, I get excited about a lot of things. I mean, I really like, you know, are we talking about like food? Are we talking about like doing whatever? Stuff? I don't know. I get, I I really like, um, finding things on sale. Like, (laughs) oh, that's, that would bring me joy too. Yes. Really fun. Like, like thrift store shopping. You're like, yes, look at $2. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, the buy sell trade groups here have been like litty. So um, that's so funny. Um, I, I like DIY projects. Oh yeah. I like sushi, like, you know, hiking and my dogs, my, you know, we're going to go to sushi. I just decided we're going to go sushi. I love it. (laughs) What do you say to yourself to keep going when things get tough? Um, I just, I mean, my, hmm, I guess that like your track record of making it through tough times is a hundred percent so far. And like, it's just like, I think that I've been through a lot of a lot of crazy, difficult things in my life. And like, definitely nothing compared to some of the stuff I've done already. Like, I'm just like, yeah, this is nothing. This is like, just what's the next, like, is I don't really view it as like an obstacle more as like, 
this is a speed bump or like, this is like something I just need to overcome. And like, I'll find a way around this obstacle. Like, it's just, it's just another, like, uh, uh, that's annoying. It's just an annoyance yeah. <laughs> at this point. It's not like, oh, I love that. It's like, it's uh, awesome. this is another thing I just need to work with. I find a way to work around it and then just be done. <laughs> oh, I love that. Okay. What's a piece of advice you've been given, like a favorite piece of advice you've been given or you give to other people? Hmm. You've already given us so much tonight. Yeah. I, I just like to keep on the topic, I guess would be like the longer you wait, the harder it is for me and you to fix it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm. to come in and see me. Oh my gosh. That's such good. Advice. My job's so hard. It's very <laughs> convicting. Got it. Okay. I heard you. I got it. <laughs> you. Um, okay. And then what's, I feel like everything you shared tonight are the products, but like, what's a favorite product that you can't live without? Oh God. Um, Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Like power tools. Yes, that's right. You said that. You always need them. I love it. Oh my gosh. Oh, my espresso machine. That's okay. She, she, she's like my espresso machine. That's it. That's the thing. I get that a lot. People say coffee a lot. That's funny. I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm pregnant. Like that's all. Yeah. You'll be okay. You'll figure it out. Yeah. You'll just be a road bump. Just a, just a speed bump. That's all it is. Um, well, Rachel, this was so enlightening, so wonderful. And I just feel like, yeah, I feel very equipped to kind of tackle this fresh and new. And I just really hope people look you up and well, go find you. And- the, the, the moral of your story is that like, you never stopped advocating for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's huge. That's especially when you get dismissed by a provider, find mm-hmm. a new one. There's more, like, I don't care. It, it doesn't matter. Like someone didn't, someone made you feel powerless in your pain, in your body, in your life. Like go find a different one. There's like, there's a dime a dozen providers, like find a new one. I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, and in fact, it's funny that you brought that up because I meant to say that earlier too, is like, if you know, something's not right, something's probably not right. So go look into it and keep going. I love that. I think that um, as a parent, we will do it easily for our children when we're like, no, this isn't what's going on. Something's not right. But we kind of stop for ourselves sometimes. So yeah, I love that. Don't stop. Good reminder. Don't stop everyone. Keep going. Painful sex. Like, yeah. we gotta, stop it. We gotta have <laughs> <nice> sex. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I appreciate you so much. I'm so glad that we, I'm so glad we did this. It feels like this big, huge, like, thing I finally got out into the world and I just I hope it helps somebody and you, I know you're really good in DMs so you guys go send Rachel a DM ask her questions awesome. I love it hey guys thank you Thank you for listening. I'm just so grateful that you would take the time to be here with me today. I hope that if there's anything that inspired you or got you excited that you would share it to social media or send me a message with any input or feedback that you have and just really appreciate the support and the encouragement that I get from you guys all the time. I will keep showing up and I hope you keep listening.